It's already the end of another week and we are excited to bring you another episode of Meet the CEO. Today's CEO will have the asking if you are doing everything you can with the platform you were given. Meet Yana Degro. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Today's CEO is the co-founder of We Belong. She holds different positions in the different strata of society. Meet Yana Degro. So um, I'm Yana Degot. I am uh, based in Luxembourg. I'm a politician, an activist, and the co-founder of We Belong. Yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much it. Why was it so important to bring We Belong to life? We Belong, I co-founded it with uh, two other amazing women. Um, we have started it because we wanted to respond to them, yeah, to the challenges that women of color might face in the European Union and give them also the visibility um, that they that they deserve because they also shape the way the EU is today. Um, but also for me personally, and really this comes from a personal side. As I told you, I started politics very very early. I count as one of the youngest in the in the EU and one of the youngest in Luxembourg for sure. Um, where I got elected into an office, and I always had to, had this feeling of speaking up about issues that matter and that would affect me in the future. The thing is that I wouldn't see someone looking like me doing what I was doing. And I believe that you cannot become someone, it's more difficult to become someone you don't see. I mean, I still did it, but it was challenging because even everyone um, is questioning uh, is questioning that. Like, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure this is your space? Not because people mean it bad, but they don't see people like you in there. So they will challenge that. So this is why I want to create with We Belong, we really like a space of new role models, the new daughters of Europe. You know, they also belong to this continent and they, they also deserve the visibility and younger generations deserve to have someone looking up to them. Um, this is really then super personal to us. But uh, as I, I don't know, like We Belong is a platform, but also a podcast. Um, my, the, the one that had the, was the initiator of this, of this idea she is hosting conversations with women of color all around the EU that are really uh, challenging the, 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 the conventional meaning of belonging and asking them what it means to belong. Um, and for me, what I do, I also I organize panels all around the EU where we discuss these topics of integration, migration, belonging. Um, and it's not just showcasing the stories of these women. Many times these women have faced and have certain traumas. You know, they, they share certain traumas. We also want to provide support to them. And concretely, this would look like uh, one of our podcast guests, um, Zaha Mardini, for example, she, had, she was facing 25 years of prison because she had refugees on shore in Greece, something super inhumane and super unfair. And we were speaking all about that. And of course, it was a, a challenging time for her. And we tried to support her the most the most possible way. In terms of funding, if I can also address that a bit. Um, I mean, in the EU, especially after the death of George Floyd in the US, the debate started on racism also in the EU, within the EU institutions as well. So there's a big, many things are changing right now. Like really, really people realize that, you know, some are still disadvantaged uh, compared to others. Um, 
and the discussions are starting and in terms of funding, there's opportunities out there. Uh, there's opportunities out there. And of course, you know, uh, it's always challenging to get the funds. But, you know, if you also have a great team, which I have, because we are currently 20 people all around the EU working uh, on that project, um, then you will find them. Uh, so, yes, it's, we are about to get to two years in the, on the 8th of March. And yeah, we belong began its operations in the pandemic. What was that experience like? The challenges that we have met is definitely COVID-19 because we found that we belong uh, two days before or a few days before they announced general lockdown in the EU. So the idea was to travel and meet these women. So the idea would be to travel from one country to the other and to really follow the, these women in their work and, and all that. Because of COVID, this was not possible. So we traveled virtually and we had these conversations online and we record it online. This is challenging because then you have also to, to know something about podcasts, for example, and you need to know how to mix it, how to make the, the, the sound quality nice. Um, you, these, are, these, were, yeah, these were challenges, uh, definitely. And also in times of COVID, you, you want to promote this, you want to share the idea that it's important to create these spaces for these women to express themselves, to share their traumas, to share their successes in life. But during COVID, like, it's harder to convince uh, potential supporters or funders uh, to, 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 to help us, to support us financially as well, because they might not have the same struggles, so they will not relate. Huh? Um, but COVID has, again, proven how has enforced inequality. So this is why we belong is important, because we have seen through COVID that the ones that paid the most were mostly women and women of color. Um, so they were mostly in the forefront and they paid the most uh, of this. Uh, they, yeah, they had the, the, the negative impact was more on them. So this is why um, We Belong is a response to, to that and it's important that we have this space. What does the future look like for We Belong? We targeted it now uh, for women of color in the EU, but we definitely want to expand. Uh, we dream of also making these spaces on the African continent uh, because I believe the conversations need to happen, the empowerment needs to happen, and we really want to do that. So we really want to expand and really go global um, but strategically, I think that, that we started like this at the beginning is just nice because then you can get, you know, you start with Europe and then you expand. So, yes, I think we belong to go global. This is the future. Join us next week for another episode of Meet the CEO. Now look at the other stories making it into the podcast. Manufacturing production in South Africa plunged by 8.9% year on year in October of 2021 following a downwardly revised 0.7% rise in September and compared with market expectations of a 1.4% decrease. It is the highest decline in factory output since August of 2020. The main negative contributions came from the manufacture of petroleum products, chemical products, rubber and plastic products, basic iron and steel, non-ferrous motor products and machinery, food and beverages, motor vehicles, parts and accessories, and other transport equipment, furniture, and, other, and also other manufacturing. On a seasonally adjusted monthly basis, manufacturing output shrunk 5.9% compared to a 3.8% growth in the previous month. 
The annual inflation rate in Egypt fell to 5.6% in November of 2021 from 6.3% in October, below market expectations of 6.2% and reaching the lowest level since July. Prices slowed mostly for food and non-alcoholic beverages. On a monthly basis, consumer prices edged up 0.1% after 1.5% rise in the previous month. For the fourth consecutive year, Uganda's electricity sector is Africa's best regulated across a number of key metrics, according to the African Development Bank's 2021 Electricity Regulatory Index. Other strong performers include East African neighbors Kenya, Tanzania, as well as Namibia and Egypt. Nigeria placed 23rd on the ranking, beaten by South Africa in 10th and Ghana in 17th. The 2021 Electricity Regulatory Index, an annual report, covered 43 countries up from 36 in the previous edition and assessed their impact on the performance of their electricity sectors. The index covered three countries in North Africa region, 14 in West Africa, 6 in Central Africa, 7 in East Africa, and 13 in the Southern African region. Among the 2021 report's key highlights are that regulatory independence is one subsector where African countries have room to improve. In 93% of sampled countries, governments and stakeholders exercise influence over regulatory authorities. In terms of regulatory substance, participating countries scored lowest on adequacy of their tariff setting and frameworks as well as licensing frameworks when compared with best practice. According to the report, the average performance on economic regulation has continued to decline since 2018. A third of the countries surveyed indicated they lack methodologies to determine tariffs. Another 40% rely on tariff methodologies that do not include key attributes such as automatic tariff adjustment and tariff indexation mechanisms and schedule for major tariff reviews. The Central Bank of Kenya has appointed the Kenya Deposit and Insurance Corporation to liquidate the defunct Imperial Bank after efforts to revive it failed. In a statement, the banking regulator said the decision to wind up followed a comprehensive audit of the lender's assets which were found to be weak. The Apex Bank placed Imperial Bank under receivership in October 2015 after it emerged that it was operating two sets of books with a potential fraud of $449 million that placed depositors' funds at risk. Shareholders were accused of irregularly paying themselves $27 million as dividends when the bank was not making any profit and a further $20 million claimed from the directors for recklessly lending to firms. Thank you for waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at With the Dawn.